0: Now, in this final video, you're going to see how to use the pentatonic scale more creatively to keep things interesting in your solos. Now, it's the final video in my three-part series for my new course, Melodic Soloing, and it's on sale now at the link in the description. All right, now, if you've been with me in the last couple of videos, the first one we talked about building out some arpeggios for each one of the chords that are in our song to try and create more melody. And then what we did was we added in more of a diatonic flavor into that So we weren't just playing arpeggios, but we were really trying to combine some more color in there as well. In this video, what we wanna do is we wanna take a step back, if you will, into the pentatonic realm simply because what it does is it eliminates some of that color. What you have to remember about soloing is that you wanna be able to shift and manipulate different avenues of thought process when you're playing. Because if you're always just using the same scale or the same idea, Everything winds up kind of sounding the same. And the nice thing is, is if you can keep shifting in and out of that, it keeps it more interesting for you as a player and certainly for a listener as well. So if we think about, again, we're in E minor. So what I'm going to do is take this E minor pentatonic that's sitting right here. Okay, where normally I'd have that kind of sound or my arpeggio. sitting right there, okay? Now what I'm doing is I'm adding back in that pentatonic sound just to shake things up a little bit. And sometimes what I like to do is I'll add in a bit more of the blues sound as well by doing little things like that, like right there. Just doing a little slide or add in the blues note if I wanted to. like chromatic stuff. I'll do all kinds of different things around that. But if you think about it, I'm not really trying to turn it into a blues tune. So I'm not going to overuse that blues note or blue note or my chromatics, but I know that they're available to me. Okay. So as I'm playing from video one, if I'm thinking about the arpeggio and then video two, adding in some diatonic and now video three, going back and utilizing some pentatonic Maybe some chromatic stuff, maybe the blues note, whatever. Okay, just for different sounds. And I don't want to necessarily do them all at the same time. So let's think about that a little bit. Just slowing down the whole process here. I take an E minor and I'm going to do some arpeggio work. Add in some of the scale. And then maybe a little blues. or a little bit of chromatic, you know, whatever it is that I'm interested in. But keeping those, as I said in the last video, almost thinking of them if you're older like me and you remember transparencies that you might have used in school, right, where the teacher would lay a, a transparency down and another one on top, and then they would merge together. That's kind of the way I try and teach these sorts of ideas is learning to break them apart, not just try and think of everything as one thing. Not that that's bad necessarily, but if you can break them apart, you can always change the way you're thinking about it. So if you were playing something that was more arpeggio, and then diatonic, and then drop into a blues idea, or just a pentatonic, just to get that more distant sound of the pentatonic scale with those larger intervals cuz you can always you can always drop back into diatonic at any point in time. So in my opinion, it's very important to be able to separate these things and of course in the melodic soloing course, I show you how to do that exactly that over different kinds of chord progressions. So we break each thing down and then build it back up. So it's very important to be able to do that in your playing. So just a reminder, if you haven't watched the videos from the last two videos that I did, please go back and check those out because I think it'll really help you. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. So today what we're going to do is I want to try and help you fill in the gaps from last Friday And then coming on Wednesday, our discussion on Wednesday, today is gonna kind of fill that space. And we're gonna talk about some do's and some don'ts today of um, melodic soloing and using arpeggios. So what we're gonna be talking about today is adding in some arpeggio ideas, but we're not really looking for like, fast sweep sorts of things, that's that's a whole other conversation. We're just looking at trying to visualize some arpeggios and how we can use those and some of the uh, the traps that we wanna watch out for. Okay, so let's go ahead and start it. Without uh, further ado, I don't wanna waste too much of your time. So, the most important thing here is is in order to really be able to visualize arpeggios and be able to utilize your fretboard effectively, one thing that I would highly recommend that you study is what we refer to as the caged cording system if you've ever heard of that before and i don't want to spend the whole time talking about the cage cording system but i will introduce you a little bit to the idea so you can kind of see how this works and how important it may or may not be to you in uh your practice if you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster go to guitarzoom.com and click the get started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level again go to guitarzoom.com and click the get started button